Hey, this is 720 WGN. It is expected to pass tomorrow, and that means that over the course of five years, people who are making the sub-minimum wage now will see their wages increase to, I believe, $15.80 an hour. But for many people who work in some of the fine dining establishments in Chicago, that would be a pay cut if everyone quit tipping. And somebody just said, Via text line, I tip 50 to 100% of the bill to the waiter or waitress. When this bill goes into effect, I will tip zero. That makes no sense. Right, because 50 to 100% is over the top anyway. Why would you then, that, right. why are you punishing them? Right. I, I don't get that. Um, our friend Michelle Dupretti from Jean and Giorgetti is with us. Michelle, how are you today? I'm okay, thanks. How about you? Doing well. Okay, where do you stand on this? You know, I think that this is something that's going to hurt the people that it's actually aiming to help. I think it's short-sighted, and I don't think it takes into account uh, restaurant worker feedback and from, from all angles. And I don't think a lot of people really know that. Um, and so that's, that is kind of how I, I feel. I don't, think that it, um, I don't think it helps who it's aiming to help. Right. One Fair Wage has said that the whole the whole history of tipping, of course, is is based. Well, it's 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 racist. And there are many issues with that. It's a sexist practice. It's a racist practice. But I think there's such a differentiation in between someone dining at Gin and Giorgetti's or, you know, one of the Michelin starred restaurants in Chicago and someone going to get breakfast at a diner. You know, there's a big difference in the way people tip, Mm -hmm. big difference in the way people are served. And I can't imagine that your waiters. Well, there's also there's also a big difference in the average check when it comes to that. Right. Which is why it would be important to work together to actually help people and not let this pass so we can work on good legislation that actually strengthens the fabric of the restaurant community and our restaurants. You know, that's what Chicago is known for. And that's that's what I'd like to see happen. But, Michelle, I think, um, you know. And we've talked a lot, and I think your restaurant is not representative of the restaurant establishments in the city or the, you know... Oh, I disagree. Okay, but the untipped minimum wage... Let me just finish, though. The untipped Mm -hmm. minimum wage worker in the city is not typical of your employees, and that that, uh, that added $1.50 or $2 or $3 will make a difference to them, uh, unlike some of your workers who are bringing home 6 k now. Or six figures. I was going to say six, okay? Yeah, six yeah. figures. <laughs> right, and I, I understand that, but it, it disproportionately and adversely impacts small local neighborhood restaurants operating on tighter margins, and that's a thing. It's, it's a multifaceted issue that should have been discussed at length and with a lot more um, mindfulness to see all angles, in my opinion. Um, it's not necessarily practical or effective to just increase the overall take-home pay for tipped workers because it may have the opposite effect. And the fact that it's only passing in Chicago versus passing in Illinois, there, there's a lot of things that are coming into play that that could ad, adversely impact the people that are trying to help. And I just, you know, you're raising the cost of labor for restaurant operators, many of whom who have not recovered from the pandemic yet. And you're managing right now, we're dealing with the last two years of rising food costs, inflation. Many restaurants are probably going to dramatically cut costs or close. That's going to hurt workers, customers, operators alike. Prices will go up. Um, and the thing is that m- right now, most of these, there is no such thing as, you know, the notion that a tipped employee makes less than minimum wage is inaccurate because there is not a tipped worker in Chicago that makes less than the 1580 minimum wage for, for any hour that they work. 
right? When the median full service restaurant tipped worker makes $28.48 per hour in Illinois. What percentage of your expenses is labor? I mean, enough, I would say enough. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to like talk about my financials on the radio if you're okay with that. But I would say certainly, you know, between food costs and labor, you're looking at a pretty high percentage. Yeah, I understand that you went, we're talking about the, we're talking about the minimum wage workers salaries and money. So, I mean, I understand why you wouldn't want to, and it's not unfair to, I mean, you're looking at probably between 30 to 33%. Is your labor cost? Yeah, okay. somewhere in there. And, and so, Michelle, one of your servers, you know, attended the meeting. She was on with us. Yeah. That's why I wanted to get you back on, um, because yeah. she, she, her concern was that if this does go through, if they, you know, five years from now, they're making $15.80 an hour, two things can happen. Mm-hmm. Number one, people aren't going to tip as generously as they do now, even though mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to make sense. And number two, that perhaps... If they are tipped, that the establishment would keep that tip money and they wouldn't get the full 100% of the tip. Where do you stand on that? Is that something that... So, well, I think it's a little inaccurate. So I think it's it's not... it's what Basically, what we're talking about is not if this happens that people will not tip what I, or that or that the restaurant would keep the tip. Restaurants can't necessarily keep tips, but what would happen is in order to, for example, for Gene and Giorgetti, this could be an additional two hundred fifty thousand plus dollars a year. Okay, and on a, and on thin margins, that's not something that's not just lying around that I have to cover a cost like that. So restaurants are going to have to absorb those costs somewhere. Food prices will probably go up. Your beverage prices will go up. Ultimately, you'll see service charges from many restaurants. Service charges are not required to go to staff. So after you're paying, you know, what used to be a $22 burger and is now costing you, I don't know, maybe $32, and all of the accoutrement that go with it, your beverage, your fries, your salad, whatever the case may be, have also been, you know, raised accordingly. And then there's a service charge on top of that. That is hit the pocket of the of the diner of the customer. absolutely, and, and we all know that may that's not like be inclined to tip. It's that's like the swipe issue. fees. Eventually, the price yeah. is coming back to us. There's no doubt about it. Michelle, yeah. I just like that you're willing to come on and talk about it. Very few restaurateurs want to talk about to. it. Yeah, you have to talk. You don't get good good conversation without conversating, right? And I'm not. I don't know. You know, not everyone's going to agree with me, and I'm not going to agree with everyone. But if we're respectful and we and we come together, maybe we can find a better solution. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle Depretti, Gene and Giorgetti's.